When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Causeway Street fans, guys, we are going to do a live broadcast for the draft, so you got to be there, got to be in the building, because if you're a true fan, you have to show up, and we have plenty of stuff to give away, including an autographed basketball from none other than Isaiah Thomas. Yes, so come on over. We'll be broadcasting live from the Greatest Bar, which if you don't know, is right outside the Garden. Uh, right actually, off of Street. the address is 262 French Street, Boston. If you want to put that in your GPS and on your phone, set the reminder right now, 6 to 8. Be there. It's a Thursday night, June 22nd. We'll be broadcasting live while the draft is going on. So by the looks of things, there's going to be a lot of shit to talk about. Absolutely. We're talking about the Causeway Street live broadcast draft party powered by CLNS Radio and, of course, the greatest bar. So you don't want to miss it. Get yourself signed up for an autographed Isaiah Thomas basketball. We'll be giving it away before the start of the draft. So you want to get there early. We start things off at 6 o'clock. If you get there even earlier, I think Sean Dugan might buy you a beer, too. You never know. Crazier things have happened. So <laughs> we'll see you down there we will at see the greatest you bar. There, greatest bar, Thursday, 22nd. Causeway Street Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. Joel Pavone. Mr. Sean Dutra. Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You're listening to Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Hi, this is Tyler Zeller from the Boston Celtics. And y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. All you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? Sound yeah, like talk long about walks yourself. on the B. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of the Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh. Sexy. But I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy, Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys, Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean. All right, back with another edition of the Causeway Street Podcast. Usual suspects here, of course. You got Sean Dutra, Joel Pavone. I am Joseph Pavone. Zach Pelquin is back. Zach, I haven't seen you since, what, the first round of the playoffs? So it's great to see you again back in here. We're going to discuss what happened in the last 24 hours with these Ooh, reports about the Celtics. A lot going on. A lot going on. I'm sure Sean wants to get a lot off his chest because he's a huge Markel Fultz guy. If you haven't listened to the last, what, three, four episodes you've been going in about this guy? It's been, it's been a, it's a, a, a weird revelation, man. Yeah, the last 24 hours, I can I was, imagine. Been, I was tough locked and loaded. Like, we got it. We're going to do it. We're not going to fuck it up. <laughs> What the fuck up? <laughs> so we'll let we'll let Shaw get his rant out Dan, later. Danny's about to fuck up the grilled cheese sandwich. Yes, it looks like it. Or he could be making it a deluxe that we were talking about last week. Let's not talk about grilled cheese, man. 
Either way, <laughs> either way, there's a lot to break down and, and try to see what uh, Danny Ainge's vision here is with this report that the Celtics are on the verge of trading the number one pick to the Philadelphia 76ers. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about the uh, conclusion of the NBA Finals, of course, because the last time we were on here, there was it was still a series. I thought it was going to be stretched mm. to six games. Mm. I thought wrong, of course. The series ended in five. We'll talk about if LeBron James is actually going to leave Cleveland again. If he's going to make another the decision and head to LA, is that the new report now? Part three. I can't <laughs> I can't even grasp my head around that. But we'll get into that. But first things first, of course, this is a Celtics podcast, so we have to get right into this report that broke Friday afternoon. Uh, what was it, Mark? I think it's fake. Mark Stein, Zach Lowe. You think it's fake? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. That was a Woj bomb, man. Once, once Woj gets the cosign on it. Decoy. It was a decoy. Th- there's was? no fraud in that. Woj bombs are great. But Woj doesn't drop bombs about the Celtics, though, if you notice. This is his first one of the offseason. No, it won't be his last. The Woj bombs are never like. Was it considered a Woj bomb, though? He sort of just confirmed it. Because it was initially reported by Mark Stein and Zach Lowe. And those guys obviously are credible sources. I mean, these guys have been around the NBA for quite some time. Especially when it comes to. uh, Read the report, I'll tell you why it's fake. uh, NBA draft (laughs) offseason. Is there a part of it that you're not buying? Is that what it is? All of it. All of it. All All right. So Mark Stein tweeted out Friday afternoon that league sources told Zach Lowe and him that the 76ers and the Boston Celtics are in serious trade talks involving the number one overall pick. Now, the current parameters would be the Celtics would receive. Several picks, but no players. So we're talking about Philly's number three pick for this year. We're talking about potentially next year. It's not specific, but that's what everyone's alluding to. That's going to be Philadelphia's first round pick next year and possibly another one. So they're saying it could be three picks. Um, my guess is probably going to be, you know, maybe way down the road, 2020 or so. But either way, we're talking about a collection of picks. And we know how Danny Ainge is when it comes to draft picks, man. It's like offering draft picks. Future first round draft picks to Danny Ainge is like offering a six year old a bag of candy. You know, that's how it's much ridiculous. Danny Ainge loves himself some draft picks. Or, especially or crackhead, some crack. Okay. That, that, that. You can use that one too. All right. Yeah. That, that's a <laughs> that's valid. It's Bob Ryan? <laughs> Bob Ryan over here. Oh no. This, guys, guys, they weren't listening. Great teeth. They, people <laughs> People weren't listening to us before the podcast. They have no idea what they're talking about. What you guys are talking okay, about. Okay, Bob Ryan has crackhead teeth. That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's all that's it means. So we got the Celtics Lakers documentary playing in the background. I'm, I'm not I'm not saying that Bob that's Ryan what they're that's why this is coming up right crack, but he looks like he could. All right, that's you know what? Saying. Or meth. We'll open things up for Zach Pelican. Zach, <laughs> when you first heard about this report, I want to hear your initial response. What are your thoughts? What what direction do you think Danny Ainge is trying to go in right now? He's trying to open up a longer window, create that flexibility, keep that flexibility for as long as he possibly can. And when I first heard it, I was like, you know, what, what the hell is going on here? I, right. I can't believe that you finally got that number one pick and now you're already talking about ditching it and moving on to something else. But if we've learned anything from Danny Ainge over the last 10 years – it's that he's going to keep all options open, and he's going to look to possibly uh, create as, as much flexibility as for as long as he possibly can. And I think with this deal, you're talking about three opportunities to be in that top five uh, pick range going into next year with the possible unprotected Lakers pick. And then the year after that, the talk is that they would go for the 2019 Kings pick, which we know they're going to be in right in that lottery for years and years because nobody over there knows how to build a team. So <laughs> you're, you're talking about possibly three consecutive years where they're going to have an opportunity to get into that top five and still be picking there and have picks that are really, really solid assets. So 
I think it's a pretty good deal. So is he building for now? Is he building for the future? Like, or or both? Like, which one is it? Because we don't know exactly who's going to be coming out next year. We don't know if the Celtics are going to be still, you know, in the mix when it comes to uh, trying to make it to the NBA Finals within the next couple of years. And we always talked about in this podcast this window that keeps getting shorter. The window of Isaiah Thomas. The window of Avery Bradley. I mean, I'm not saying these guys are, like, aging superstars. But let's face it. I mean, a guy like... Isaiah Thomas at his size, what he's able to do, what he's the the zone that he's in right now, realistically, what a three four year window. We're talking about him being an elite scorer. I might be stretching it too far by saying four years, but let's face it. I mean, for him just to, to average what twenty nine, twenty eight points, we have to say to ourselves, it's probably going to be what two, three more years. You know, so you want to take advantage of that window. And if we're building for the future, and if that window closes for our, you know, Isaiah Thomas is all of a sudden not an elite scorer, and he's still on this max deal, where does that put the Celtics in terms of trying to uh, finally make it back to the NBA Finals since, what, 2010? No, I I, I hate this. I, I hate it for, like, a, a bunch of different reasons. I mean, first off, the number one pick, you finally get it, and you're just going to trade it for a future chance at a number one pick? We'd never get the fucking number one pick. Draft it. Get the best player in the draft. It's not going to hurt you. Also, my my problem is is that and it's like it's like we're building for the future because ah, you know we're scared of LeBron. Like we can't get by LeBron, mm. and the Warriors are too good. So you're just going to like and scrap what you have and not go after anything. Like you're not going to try. What if what if it's part of a bigger plan? So that's, that's my hope. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. He's trying to. I do. just think he's a, trying to give someone a Godfather offer. Whereas it's like, look, you have not only this year's what, let's say he, he grabs that number three pick. And he's thinking to himself, Danny's like, look, you got the number three pick from Philadelphia. You have potentially, I don't know if he's willing to do this. I'm just saying this just to, just to see what kind of package deal he could put together. You can say, or he can say, here's a number three pick for Philly. Here's the Brooklyn pick for next year, which we can fairly say is going to be a top three pick again, right? No, they, so, so, yes, if he's able to do that and then he gets Anthony Davis or something like that, like, but, but what type of player are you going to offer if you get if this trade goes through as I as I think th- it's proposed where you get Philly's number three pick this year, then you have Brooklyn's pick next year, and then either 2018 LA Lakers pick. unprotected pick or 2019 unprotected Sacramento pick or both or both. I think that you have to think that that's what Ainge is going just, for. He's just trying to get all three of those, but yeah. I just think you're putting yourself. Uh, you can't draft all those players, right. right? So you put yourself in a hole that now, okay, other teams will say, well, great, yeah, no. Like, you you, you sort of, you have too many. Now you, it loses value, right? Supply and demand, right? So, I mean, I don't know. Well, I, let's let's first, all right, first thing first, let's 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 explore this angle. Let's say he's trying to get a superstar. Let's say that be guy a, is Jimmy Butler. No, but, what? No. Okay, so you don't, you're not a big fan of him? Right. No, <laughs> because this, this is this, – no, 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 because this is what I look at it. This is what I look at it as. You could have Markel Fultz now, the number one player in the draft, or you can get Jimmy Butler. Get the fuck out of here with that. Well, I'm trying if to – If you're doing on, this – I'm, I'm thinking of all-stars that be may a, be available. And no, let, let's face it. I mean, what, things aren't working out in Chicago, what the, so what I wouldn't Celtics? be surprised if Jimmy Butler's available again. But and it, let's not pretend like get, the Celtics aren't get, in love with Jimmy Butler. You can get Jimmy Butler without making this trade, though. But what about what can are, they? Yes, they couldn't do it last year. Remember, they, they, they wanted the they wanted Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder. Yes, and they wanted you can do it with with without giving up this. No, pick. But what if they what if they get both? What if they get Markel Fultz still at number three? They won't get number three. They won't no, get him at number no, three. He'll be gone. He'll be gone. Yeah, he's not hanging yeah. out that long. No, you're you're giving up on Markel Fultz by doing this. Especially and I know Magic I, Magic's in love with him right now. And yeah. and I, I'm it's a report, but I believe I, it. Everybody is is down on Fultz, and they're saying, oh. 
you know, this is there's no clear cut best player in the draft. Yes, there is. His name is Markel Fultz. And you know what? If I hear another person say <laughs> he only won nine games, fuck you. It doesn't matter. This dude was fucking balling, balling. He 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 can score. He can rebound. He can pass. He can defend. He's six four. He's a t- he's a big point guard. He can run the offense. He's a complete player. Just because Washington was awful as a team, I'm sorry. I don't care about your college record. Your college record means nothing to me. If you're if you're on Kentucky and you have three of the top five um, prospects coming in as freshmen and you guys win nine games, then probably they're not that great. But if you're the only dude in Washington playing in a stack pack to, uh, Pac-12, I'm sorry, nine. Win- I don't care how many games you win. It's how you play. And he. If you obviously I didn't stay up and watch fucking Washington basketball because they sucked and well, I'm not really big into college basketball, but I did watch a couple games when I realized Markel Fultz is the best player and he's a, he's a transcendent player. He's going to be if he played if Markel Fultz played for Kentucky, everybody everybody would be saying this is a can't miss guy. It's because he was out in Washington, nobody saw him, and they just look at the wins and they say, oh, he couldn't do anything out there. Didn't even make the tournament, so he probably sucks. All right, well, who's another superstar that could be available then? If you're if you're throwing Jimmy Butler out the window, I would you no. If you're so if if you're giving up on the number one pick, which I still think is stupid, you need to get a top ten player in the NBA. Who's that guy though? That's the thing. Like Anthony Davis. Are, Anthony, Anthony Davis isn't available, man. It, uh, that, no, but you have to get no. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Pelicans if you're going to give up, are if you're, trying to to make this thing work between him and Cousins. But and what if, not, the only not thing that budge. makes sense? The only thing that makes sense is if you do, we get Anthony Davis and you get the Lakers pick. The Sixers pick and Brooklyn's pick. I mean, potentially three high unprotected first round draft picks. That's the kind of deal you would make for a huge player. You do not do that deal for Jimmy Butler, who's this player undoubtedly has to put you over the edge uh, or put you over that. He has to be able to be that transcendent player is going to push you past because, like you said, there's not a lot of players that come around like that. So if you have the chance to get a number one pick in a draft class that has the ability to be that player or there's a chance he could be that player, I'm sorry. You need to at least get a a guaranteed game changer, transcendent franchise player if you're going to give up the number one pick. You can't take this You can't take this lightly. All right, Zach wants to speak. He's politely raising his hand right now. I don't want to hear what Zach has to say. I don't want to hear what Zach has to say. I have a feeling. I think he wants to politely uh, <laughs> rebuttal rebuttal your statement. Yeah, excuse me? Uh, what if uh, I Zach Pelican, cause what you blood? But what if I told you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dun, dun. Just a scenario. Okay. They make this trade. They get dun, the three. Dun. <laughs> they they get the three pick and the swap. Dun. They get this Lakers pick. They get the Kings pick. Now they've got the Brooklyn pick, the Lakers pick, the Kings pick. The uh, twenty eighteen. I think they also have the Clippers pick, mm-hmm. and then they're also going to have Memphis's Memphis pick. They and, have two and, Memphis picks, right? Which the they're protected, and they've got a little bit going on there. But mm. you've got now you're talking about five picks that could potentially be in the lottery over the next two to three drafts. See, Sean doesn't want to hear that. No, he no, hates I mean, the future. Look, but go, go on, go on. Actually, let me, you know, let me pipe this he's, out. He's, he's convincing me of something that I think is probably just in my brain. But let, let me, let me, yeah, let me, let me flush this out here. So <laughs> let's say they keep the number three this year, and then they go to Chicago. They say, okay, well, we want Butler. We're going to give you three of those picks over the next two or three years, and then they go to Indiana. And they say, well, we'll give you the remaining two or three picks, and they go get Paul George and Jimmy Butler, and they make a selection this year. And 
On top of all of that, they somehow find a way to match the numbers to be able to go make a signing of some sort. Now you're talking bringing in three players, or at least two, maybe three. You can simplify it. You give New Orleans all of your friggin' draft picks for Boogie Cousins and Anthony Davis. I'll take that all day. (laughs) There I am. Now I've just convinced myself. Boogie Cousins and A-Day. I I can convince myself if we include Boogie Cousins in this deal. Okay, but that's not going to happen, so let's just throw that out the window. Now, why is that (laughs) not Back to what what, what Zach was saying, but all right. Since Zach, you I mean, fault. you put you together. Take you take fault. You take fault. Know, uh, you take fault. Man. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. So no, you, you put together stupid. that piece. You, you broke down the, the, yeah. the numbers behind it and everything. Is that possible financially? Because uh, you have to give up a lot of guys. Right? You'd have to at least give up, you know, what? The answer is no. The bench. It's no, not possible. If you're going to take Paul George's contract, Jimmy Butler's contract, and then try to sign Gordon Haywood. Yeah, to sign Gordon Hayward would be tough. And then you got well, three no, wing you players. Pa- what the fuck if, are you need? If, if the Celtics are going to get Paul George and Jimmy Butler or Blake Griffin, needs, whatever, right? Yeah, who yeah, exactly. Needs, exactly. Uh, Gordon Hayward. Well, you just draft folks. You draft folks, man. It just makes sense. It You're, makes sense. I think what the, what makes the most sense if somehow Danny Ainge can acquire one of those guys. Let's say he does, and then that free agent is thinking to himself, like, man, this is a no brainer. I can go to. Boston, I can challenge LeBron, I can get myself back to the finals. I'm not a big fan of this, but it looks like the Celtics, I don't know, maybe it's just all reports, maybe there's no actual, you know, there's nothing to it, but it's like they really like Blake Griffin. But and maybe they're thinking about, okay, if we can add somebody to the wing or add someone in the backcourt that's going to make this a no-brainer for Blake Griffin to come in come to Boston, be someone that's in the front court to help Al Horford, then that's it. That's our team. This is our best. This is us taking our best shot at Cleveland. Yeah, but here, here's the thing, dude. You make yourself, by making that, if you'd make those trades, right? Sure. Paul George is a free agent. Who could resign here? Could. Just like Markel Fultz could so be the best player so in NBA risk. history. It's a risk. Oh, come on. Could. Sean, stop it. Markel Fultz. May, you really like this guy. There's a good the chance Celtics, that Markel Fultz last year wouldn't even be picked number one overall. The Celtics aren't like the Blazers here, right? <laughs> when it comes to Markel Fultz. You know I'm, just, I'm, 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 I'm just saying could, right? We're dealing in possible. Obviously, I don't think he's going to be the best player of all time. Okay. But all I'm right. saying it could, right? So you're putting – you're putting. there's a there's a better chance that Markel Fultz will be a uh, long-term superstar in this league as the number one pick than Paul George re-signing with the Celtics because he's already said he's going to the Lakers. Yeah, but will he and then, But then listen. I mean, think about it. No, here, here, I, here's my opinion, point, though. Every here's four to point. five years, there's always a bona fide superstar that we all know that's going to be no question be, you know, be a superstar in this league, whether we're talking about Anthony Davis, whether we're talking about 10 years ago, it was Kevin Durant. You know, Every four or five years, there's one of those guys. But here's my point. I, I don't know if Marco Fultz is that guy. I, I do think he'll be a great player, but is he going to be a bona fide superstar right off the bat? Yeah. Who, who is Marco Fultz at his absolute highest potential? Derrick Rose. And when no, Derrick Rose he, before he, knee injuries. He's not that athletic. Yes. How? No, no, no. I don't know what shape you're watching, but he is not that type of athlete. You know who he is? He's Eric Gordon without the injuries. Get the f- just because he looks like Eric Gordon doesn't mean he plays like <laughs> Eric Gordon, bro. He absolutely does. He's a shoot. He's a perimeter shooter. No, but- he's he can uh, get to the he can re. He can get to the rim. So is he was he is he Kyrie? No, Kyrie's number one selection. I think I think he's pro- he's probably a mix between like a a John Wall, a better shooting John Wall, like which I think better uh, shooting. Really? Yes, is he as good a passer as John Wall? Yes. Mm. Yes, I think he's going to be. He's going to be. Well, but that's why you're. He's so going to be. He's going to be a starting point guard on a team that he he will lead and be a super. He's going to be a superstar in the NBA. He will be. And you know what? If it happens in Boston, I'll be a happy guy. But if it doesn't, and then you know we don't turn these picks, and then you don't get the number one pick over the next few couple of years, or you can't trade it, then it's just going to come back and look like an awful move. That's why I think the risk. It's too big of a risk to say. 
a number one selection. We're going to trade to maybe, um, worst case scenario, get in the lottery again the next couple of years, right? Mm -hmm. That's the worst case scenario. If you can't trade them, you're in the lottery again. So you're just putting it back up the chance again. I just don't get it. Is there there anybody else other than Fultz that you wouldn't mind the Celtics drafting? Tatum. Nah. No? Nobody else? It's stupid because like when you compare them to Fultz, like you had the chance to get Markel Fultz as number one pick, so now everyone else is like, okay, yeah, maybe they're not a bad player, but you could have had the best player, right? It's just it's like, oh, you want um, LeBron James or Andre Iguodala, right? It's like that, that's sort of what you're dealing with here. <laughs> Michael Jordan or Sam Bowie? Yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. I already got Drexler, so why do I need Michael Jordan for? It just, it just doesn't make any sense. And plus, if you do this and you do trade those picks, right, then you – let's say you go to that scenario where you get Jimmy Butler and Paul George. Sure. You're now not as an attractive free agent destination like to build towards the future because you have – like the re- reason why they're attractive free agent destination right now yeah. is they're built for the long term. If you then trade it all for a guy who could leave and go to L.A., right, then you, you put yourself in a yeah. hole where you're just – this is what we got now. Now you got Jimmy Butler, Al Horford, uh, 34-year-old Al Horford. At that point, yeah, but Sean, I, I think Danny's just going Isaiah for it. Thomas. Danny is going for it right now. If, Danny knows that that window I, I mentioned earlier. They, he knows that it can't be. It can't. And if you get to the Eastern Conference Finals, he's not looking to go backwards. He's, he's looking either know. to get back to the Eastern Conference sure. Finals or go even further, which I think you can do by drafting Fultz and signing a free agent. That's that's the most logical route. You get the best player in the draft. You get the best player in free agency. Who's the best player in free agency? I don't know. Gordon Haywood probably. Yeah, I know. Me too. Gordy. That's how I feel about it, too. The, the, the exact same way Sean just said it. That's how I feel. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, only because I mean, you it, know Kevin Durant and Steph Curry, they're going to re-sign with the Warriors. Right. 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 You know Chris Paul's either going to return to the Clippers or probably go to San Antonio. And right? if yeah. we draft folks, you don't need Chris Paul <laughs> yeah. because we already got Isaiah. You go, I don't know. It just that, that plan just makes sense to me where the other plan is like now you're introducing more risk. You're introducing pushing out the window. You're, you're, <laughs> you keep pushing it. And this is my big thing is I'm sick of next year. Oh, next year. Wait till next year. Wait. We get the number one pick. We're going to trade it. Well, more picks next year. Any year but, after that. It's but, like, but just fucking why, make it good now. Just make the team good now. That's all I want. Yeah, but, that, but that's why the draft is so, I don't know, not risky, but it's just like it's just you never know what the draft these days. It's not like you don't know like, what the like, draft. It's like what Sway said. Is Markel Fultz really that franchise like changing player? Like that remains to be seen. You can't say yes. You can't say that. Yes. Well, you can, but right. But I mean, when, if this is I just not- feel like Sean. Sean, that, if that was the case, Danny would just do it. Yeah, straight it, up. that's the thing. You wouldn't hear reports of like, oh, should I trade this and right. try to try to go another route? Like, Danny it should now- be a foregone conclusion that Markel Fultz is coming to Boston, and that's it. No, I think Danny. Danny- I think Danny, truthfully, right now. And you know what? Maybe I would suck as a GM, and maybe me and Danny are just exact opposites because I always disagree with what he does. But false. I think he's overthinking it. I think he's overcomplicating the situation. Maybe just I think take, he's, the, I, I think he's trying player. to get that solidified star right now, and I think that he knows that this pick doesn't hold that much weight. Let's say what? Okay, a few years ago, Andrew Wiggins. I mean, Andrew Wiggins had more hype or more, yeah, held more weight. True. To make a trade for Kevin Love, at which at that time, Kevin Love was what? A 24-point, 10 a top, rebound. Top five, top 10 player in the top league. Top 10 player in the league, yeah. exactly. And you can't do that pick. with Markel Fultz. You're not flipping Markel Fultz for a top 10 player in the league. That's my point. Yes, but you have the Brooklyn pick next year. So if you really wanted a number one, I, I don't know. I don't know. You still you don't need this because if they just had the Celtics pick 
next year, and they didn't have a guaranteed top five pick of the draft in Brooklyn, then I would get, okay, maybe they don't like Foles. Maybe they want to get in the lottery for the next few years. Mm-hmm. They got enough fucking picks. But, it, but We it, don't need more picks. Are they lining up for the move, though? That's what I think it comes down to. Is it, if, if, if you're looking at Ainge and he says that he thinks he can make two moves by accumulating a couple more picks, are you willing to do that? That's the thing. Because I mean, you're a Fultz guy. That's what it comes down to. Is you're a Fultz guy and yeah. you believe in him, and yes. that, and that's fair. You can't. I can't really argue against that. Right, yeah, exactly. So I'm not saying like, I'm not saying he's a bad player. But, I'm just saying, you know, how much weight does he hold when it comes to trying to sort of make a trade? <laughs> but how much weight does he hold when it comes to trying to trade for a superstar straight up? And I feel like Danny's trying to go another route where he's trying to collect a number of picks or multiple for that multiple picks for that, I, for that for that for that big. I think player. it's multiple players because I think at this point Danny Ainge sees he just watched the NBA Finals. We all just watch it. Mm. You're not going to get one guy who's going to change the game. Mm. You got LeBron James on, on the Cavaliers. You've got Kyrie Irving on the Cavaliers. That's a very good team. You need four stars now. And you got he blown out four games and now he's in conference finals. Blown out. He knows he has to go get more players. And I think, you know, for as good as Markel Fultz is, if if he makes this deal, and then let, let's let's also say that that this could just be conversational. Mm. You know, there's nothing that's in decoy. Right now. I think it's a decoy. I mean, as as we're talking, we'll have a bullshit yeah, that says that it happened. I do but, think yeah. it is I do think it is a lot of bullshit Well, there's a report saying that uh supposedly Markel Fultz was supposed to meet with Philadelphia seventy sixers this weekend. So. Sure, which is a thing that people do when they get yeah, drafted exactly. but then they have a top three draft pick. Yeah, right. I just, so it could have been I just think yeah. I just think except for Lonzo Ball. Yeah, this is this is this is my this is my thing. It's like the the 76ers, it, you always hear rumors involving the 76ers because I think they are I'm gonna tell you everything. Yeah. Type of franchise. Loose lip. We always hear rumors about the Celtics. None of them ever fucking come to pass. Mm-hmm. Because Danny doesn't fucking say shit to anybody. So I, I truthfully think I, I truthfully think they probably had a conversation about this, and then the 76ers were like, Mark, listen to this. This yeah, conversation Danny, I just had, and he's like, "Well, can I write about this?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." But Danny, but Danny never does what everybody expects him to do. <laughs> Why do we say that on every show? <laughs> Not gonna do. But no, yes, exactly. He doesn't do what we expect yeah. him to do. It's the only thing he we expected him to do. I think he hates that when everyone's like, "Oh, no, Danny's gonna do this." Was Danny's to like, sign Al Horford. That's Danny, the only thing he did. Danny's like, "Well, who who said I'm gonna do that?" Right. That's what. That's yeah, how Danny he, works. Well, at this point, he nearly got fulls. Kevin Durant. Let's face it. I think. I think it was close. He almost did. Almost did. Kelly Olynyk almost got us Kevin Durant. Actually, he may have been the reason. No, why that he didn't I'll never forget that <laughs> no, day. I was on the golf course and I see Tom Brady fucking going to the meeting with Kevin Durant. Sean was pumped when he was on the when the Celtics were on the list of teams that he was going to visit. Yeah. Sean was like, "Got him." Here we go. Here we go. He's he is interested. All it takes for him to be interested. And then so so you know, try to think about it from Sean's point of view. So he's already pumped about that. Mm. I can imagine when you saw that Tom Brady picture. He I was, was losing it, dude. It's done. Losing it. Done deal. But that problems happen. all problems would have been solved. You got him, you got Al Horford. No, we would have we would have won the championship this year, I think. We could have gotten past LeBron. Well, I think we could have yeah. That team gets past LeBron, but do they get past the Warriors? Without Kevin Durant? Yes. Yeah, I think so. If Kevin Durant dynamic. plays, Kevin Durant plays like he did on the Warriors against the Warriors. Yeah, oh, we yeah, would have won. won you know? Well, we put it that way, but I don't know. It's fucking, it's <laughs> fucking this alternate universe we, we're playing. What we love <laughs> to do on the Causeway Street yeah. podcast: play the What If game. Who wins the MVP? I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> Anyways, Isaiah, let's switch gears. <laughs> Isaiah gets it. <laughs> Isaiah's putting up fifty. Him and Curry go at it. Imagine. Yeah, they start pushing. That would have been a great oh, finals. That would have hey, been a great finals. It could still happen. Cel- it can still happen. Isaiah Thomas in the Celtics in the finals. But who is along 
this is side. The plan. Who who is on the ride with Isaiah Thomas? Because this team is not going to be good enough to to reach. Here's the plan: finals. trade this year's pick and next year's pick <laughs> for Boogie Cousins. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what was it 2013 again? Jeez. Oh, man. Well, I just it'll be interesting to see what the hell happens out of this. But I I I just think. I just think we're overcomplicating the whole situation, but I don't know what else. What else we got to talk about today? So I don't punch my friggin' fist through the table. You really love Markel Fultz. All right, let's get into the NBA Finals. Uh, of course, it's, it's sort of old news at this point, but um, you know. Oh, when's that? Golden State. Yeah, they had a little parade and 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 whatnot. Draymond Green had that interesting T-shirt. What do you guys think about that? I thought it was stupid as fuck. I think it's dumb. Well, not dumb, no, but I, just... I, I, I hate the. Fa- I kind of hate the. I kind of wish they he wasn't best friends or whatever or so friendly with LeBron James. It would have been ten times better if he was just like giving it to LeBron. Yeah. But it's almost as if like they're they're like they're just like messing with each other. And it's I just did. like it, it, it takes the fun no, out. No, I think I, I think I it was fucked it. up that they that, that he, <laughs> you didn't get it. I didn't get it. What was it? What was it? What was it? What was it? Oh, it was, all right. First of all, it was the. It was a quick series. Quickie. No, no, yeah. yeah, it was a quickie, but they used a cue from the, the from cue. the Quickens Loan. Yeah, I got Quickens Loans Arena. I, <laughs> he's like, I, what, I know that what, part. What's <laughs> quickie have to do with anything? Well, they, yeah. you know, I think he's inferring that he um, that they have uh, had sex a, very a man, quickly with a woman. A man, a man to man relationship yeah. going on there. Maybe he's something? like, hey, I got a quickie after the game. Sit, me and the bronze. Right, that's, that's, like, that's like when David West and uh, Tristan Thompson. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, there we go. That would I'm be not, a quick. That's a quick. That right would there. be a quick. When they, when they, uh, they touch got, each other's lips. They got, they got pretty friendly with each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That was awesome. No, but no, I think um, going back to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, easy over there, honey. <laughs> <laughs> going back to what Sway said uh, about Draymond and uh, LeBron being friends. Why would you admit to that? Yeah. It's like it's like yeah. we, we just saw the thirty for thirty with between the Lakers and, and and the Celtics. I mean, they fucking hated each other. But Magic never said outside the game, "We're great friends." Right? They never said that right. to. They never admitted that until after they retired. They're like, "Yeah, right. we fucking we love each other." Yeah. <laughs> like how much how much better would that LeBron post would have been when he he actually made that joke about the quickie things? Oh, you know. He made the, the the sexual reference. How much how much better would it have been if he was just like taking a shot at Draymond and they really didn't like each other? Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? like, that's the way it's, that's the way it used to be. Like you said, like the thirty for thirty. Like uh, you know, Paul Pierce has been talking about every single time, pretty much since he you know been on ABC, how the game is just so different now. How everyone is friends and, and and man, th- these guys just beat you almost almost swept the Cavaliers almost yeah. swept you out of the like, finals, and you guys are like playfully like yeah. going back and it's forth like on MJ. social media. It's like on. MJ and uh, and Oakley back in the day. Yeah, Pat, Pat, Riley, Pat Riley was like, "Oh, he gets he gets them all drunk the night before the games, and then MJ comes into the garden and shits on us." Yeah, because MJ, <laughs> MJ could play hungover. That's why, exactly. and they couldn't. Yeah. And they couldn't. Anyways, though, all right. So LeBron James, of course, uh, you know, it's back to the drawing board for him and the Cavaliers. You have uh, Kevin Love, who I'm predicting is not going to be a Cavalier at, at least I don't know yeah. midway wait, through the wait, season. Wait, because what's, what's what, where's he going? What are they doing? With they Kevin have Love? to trade him. They have to fix that team. They have to fix the cap. They so have you, they have a lot of work. Do. How do they how do they trade Kevin Love and get better? I don't get that theory. What do you I, mean? I, got, get, I got one for you. Paul George? You're gonna trade Kevin Love for Paul George? Too mainstream. Too mainstream. <laughs> Try this one out. Can you move Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson and maybe Shumpert or J.R. Smith go no. get go get no. Porzingis and Carmelo Anthony? No. They want to no. do that? What if I told you, know, you, you that you, that would make them worse? Yeah. That would make them <laughs> no. worse. No. Zinger and well, Melo? Well, first of all, first of all, that wouldn't first of all, that wouldn't make them worse. Second of all, 
you are not flipping that Tristan Thompson deal. You shot yourself in the foot by signing him to that deal. Yeah, and no one's so going to acquire a Tristan Thompson who just so he's so limited offensively that in today's NBA he's just uh, and he's dating a Kardashian. You can't, yeah, you can't, you can't, you no can't one wants to deal with that. Take shit. That. <laughs> <laughs> that too, no. But no, in all seriousness, like he's so offensively limited that he's just, he's just not worth it at this point. You know? You, yeah, you would rather would... go for a younger guy who you can you know trade for that's that has like a six million, seven million dollar deal on his hand, whereas Tristan Thompson, you're stuck paying this guy for what, seventeen million? I mean, it's actually not a keep, bad deal in today's up. NBA, though. Keeps going it's up. It's not bro. a bad deal in today's for NBA. For Tristan Thompson? Yeah, but you make... You, the so if he was a free agent well, right now... What, what, he, he grabs make, 10 boards and scores, what, if he was six? A, nope, if he was a free agent, he'd make 20. He'd make 20. Easy. Uh, last year, he would have... Well, last year, he made 17. Uh, yeah. What's the difference? I don't think he would... The, the, no, they didn't well, sign, think, they signed him the... Because the cap They growth. didn't sign him last year. It was the year before, wasn't it? It was before the cap went up. I thought it was the end of last year. No, it was before it was, the cap was, went up. No, it was the year that they lost. That's when they well, uh, okay. Well, yeah. 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 Okay, so last year. He and they like, took him off the website last year because he, they couldn't if, come if, to a deal. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. if he he's making actually that deal, I don't think it's that bad, especially when contracts it's keep 80, going up. It's like 80 mil. That's not bad, man. I'd rather have Evan Turner. That's not bad. <laughs> I would take Evan Turner Evan Turner, 17 million. Evan Turner That's what I'm saying. He makes the same. Mil, dude. Well, he makes the same. I would. I think I'd rather have Evan Turner. What? It's going to even out over the next two years. Are you guys – Not for this team. Just in general. Like overall – I think Tristan Thompson is going to give you more more no, production. Did you no, see Evan Turner play? The help he didn't play very well this year, man. Yeah, well, Portland, Portland didn't play very well at all. Well, they overall, were, they made the right. playoffs. Anyways, <laughs> getting into Tristan Thompson's contract. It's not what I. That wasn't my plan. My but, point is, how are they going to? How are they going to do it? I, I don't. I don't see that as a. Yeah, as yeah, a yeah. Going, yeah. Going back to going back to his, the, the, uh, to, the uh, next, Zach's, to Zach's proposal. The next proposal that, that makes Cleveland worse because you take away rebounding. Yes. Zinger no, or, wait, no, or Melo don't rebound. No, Zinger can rebound. No, I think better I, than Tristan. Here's, 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 here's my thing. Here's my thing. Is that <laughs> rebound? If you get it, if you get it. All right, let me I ask. Forgot, let me no, no, let I'm me pick, ask you guys this then. Who rebounds for the Warriors? That who needs a rebound in today's NBA? Hell yeah. You, you need a rebounder if it, you need a rebounder. Draymond oh, so, Green so you, rebounds for the Warriors, but he he but eats up rebounds. He's six eight. But Bron, he eats up Bron rebounds. Can pull down rebounds. For, okay, all right, that's a fair point. Yeah, no, but but that's Kevin not his Durant, job. Kevin was, that's not double, his job. Okay, well, rebound. you're not gonna be able to flip Tristan Thompson, so you keep that's your rebound. That's all. That's all you really need in today's NBA. You need no, one you, guy if to you grab lose, eight rebounds. If you lose Kevin Love, I don't think that's a huge blow to the team. But if you could have packaged him with a couple other pieces that are role players on the team, like. And love to rebound for Christoph Porzingis and Carmelo love, Anthony. Like Love was a double digit rebounder as well. I just don't know. I just think love love for sucks. for Kevin Love. You're, love. you're telling me that that you're not getting better by doing that. I think love is still a, love is still a good player in the NBA, but he sucks on the Cavs. He just doesn't fit that system. Yeah, yeah but he's putting right. up a good case for himself in this past playoffs. You know, right now would be <laughs> against except, Boston. Except the right. <laughs> well, yeah, except for the finals. Yeah, yeah, but but right now would be the best time in the finals. Right now would be the best time to to deal him. Just, oh, he was awful in Game Five. Man. He was, yo, like, he I, was like he I wasn't just, even there. I was, I'm disappointed with these finals, not because it didn't come out the way I predicted, but I, I like, think I think that's why you're disappointed. No, no, that's but I'm just, saying, disappointed. Over, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. But overall, we we said that we was going to be like one of the greatest finals. Was it the really one of the greatest finals? One of the worst, right? And in my opinion, agreed. You know, you had you had three, four, almost four yeah, blowout games. Made you realize that the NBA has a big problem. It does. Yes, it sir. does. You're right. That's yes, that's sir. that's probably another reason why. Like, even well, though even though it's one of the, the most watched since you know since you know Jordan's Bulls in the late '90s. But, but those, those even almost most of those. But that's what the NBA cares games. about, though, right? Yeah. Six games as long as they're getting their ratings. I those mean. are six games, but those are hard fought games that were exactly. like in the eighties and nineties, not one hundred thirty, one hundred forty points a game. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I but don't, the ratings like is what it. the NBA really cares about. And uh, let me. No, ask, you're right. You're right. It's a business at the end of the day. But I'm starting to realize, or I'm starting to think to myself, within product. the next like seven or eight years, 
team's gonna have to close up shop. I mean, there's so many no. teams that just have no chance Yo, but, of even getting that far. No, I'm, I'm serious, man. Yeah, like, it's, gonna go 30, back to it. it's like 30 teams. It's just too much. It's, it's gonna be so bad. Going back to the Russell days. Of yeah, like 10 teams. it's gonna be like eight teams. Like, oh. like, I right, put it this way: the next generation of, of superstars, they're gonna start teaming up. Also, Yo, that's, that's the problem. And, that's, and then that's what other I'm teams saying. are gonna be. That's the question. So what, they're gonna be out of it. What so you're gonna they, do the MLS style and just like the top eight teams go to the playoffs? No, I'm, I'm just saying. Regardless of conference, no, they're not gonna close shop. But I mean, I'm saying <laughs> I'm, this I'm is calling the, it right now. This is the problem with the NBA. Is By this, 2027, teams will be closing up shop. The Adam Adam Silver. <laughs> Remember this. If it keeps up this way, maybe because it's gonna keep Adam up Silver way. has to do it? something yeah, the about ratings, the about the Warriors situation. No, they have to no, do something. No, no because no. the war. No, no, listen, listen. Everybody's gonna catch up to him. You no, can't start vetoing trades and, and, and trying to stop. Stop! It's stupid. No one's gonna be able to catch up. They want to do to the Warriors if the Warriors wanted to keep this core intact and they all agree we're going to do it. You're not going to touch them. And guess what? The the ratings are great this year because everyone wanted to see the first time. If they do the same thing next year, yep. and then the following year, yep. no one's going to watch that shit. So yep. you can't have that. You can't have that. You that's can't. Why, that's why the Celtics want to get good now. That's 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 the whole preface of but, the, our earlier conversation that right. Danny's like, yo, why are we waiting? Like you said before, we got on the air. Why why are teams waiting? Oh, LeBron's going to eventually you know fall off a fall you, off a cliff. Or whatever. So it's like it's getting it's get like better by then now. Isaiah's gonna be thirty three. Yeah, right. get better now. Is All right. It, is LeBron gonna leave Cleveland? That's the big question. I doubt it. Yes. That, no. Maybe. <laughs> Does he do it next summer? Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> where Where would he go? Um. Let's Let's just say he'd go to Sacramento. <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> no, I don't. Save one of those teams is going to close up shop. Truthfully, truthfully, I you can't predict anything with LeBron, dude. He's a fucking psychopath, man. He'll fucking do whatever the fuck he wants to do anytime. Psychopath. He is. He's a fucking. He's a fucking. Well, he's bald now. Yeah, finally. He's a bald. He's a prematurely balding. He cut his hair. Asshole. He shaved his head. No, but he no, just he, does. He, he, came, he came on home. Show me a picture right now. Here's I my, sent it to you guys. Yeah, it sent it to the group text. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, today. Checking my, check my yeah. phone right now. Oh, but but LeBron, though, I think, like, I you can't predict this. where the hell he's going to go because is he content? Like, is he sick of just keep going to the finals? He doesn't give a shit. He's like, he's just whatever. He's already said he has nothing to prove, so. Not he, only that, but it's just basketball, right? Does he? Oh, yeah, it's well, just basketball. <laughs> when they lose, it's, just, it's basketball. just basketball. At the end of the day, you know, it's, it's just, just basketball. basketball. He said he has nothing to. No, no, no. He has no. nothing to, you he's, know, he's, to, he's, to hold his head down because see, he, he, did, he did all he could. Uh, he's getting Nick right number, in his hype team, so. Reason I mean, number 1,000. Uh, he's never been a part of a super team. Reason ever. number 1,000 why I hate LeBron James. It's only basketball when he loses. But when he wins. This is life and death, man. It's yeah, out there. We're right. fighting every... I'm I gave this my all. Like, yeah. remember, remember after the, uh, the the last championship? I gave I'm it chasing, my all. I'm chasing that number 23 ghost. Yeah. I live for this. Right. Douchebag. Douche well, no, just just that then, interview then, after he then, won, he's like, oh, I, I gave it my all. You know, I do this every day. This means everything to me. And then when like, he loses, oh, it's just basketball. He's like, I'm not then, the GM of this team. I didn't give fucking Trish and Thompson 82 mil. Then he loses. Yes, he is the GM of the team. He fucking... He, he calls he's like, I didn't, I didn't give J.R. Smith 60 mil. No, no, I didn't do that. Don't act like everything Everything has to run. Th- it goes usually goes up the chain, like you know, GM, owner, and it stops. That's why there. he left. That's why he left and Miami. And then owner has to go to LeBron and be like, LeBron, is this okay? Yeah, no, that's why he left Miami because Pat Riley was like, I'm not gonna cave into your demands. Right, go kick rocks somewhere else. And he's like, all right, I guess I'll go back to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, they, so, listen, they listen to what everything I say. But what about anyways. what about the uh, the the LA talk? Like, is this actually is that just, a I, real I, possibility? I is Magic Johnson gonna really convince him to come? Of course. I don't see. I don't see how he would go to LA. No. LA doesn't have anything for him, him out there. No. B- bunch of young players sitting there for him to just show up and They're be the not star. Good young team. players. Nope. 
All right. Well, you know what? We've talked way too much about LeBron James. Yeah, good point. All right. Well, we really haven't, but no, I just don't want to talk about him, man. He lost. Oh, he lost. He's we a loser. Well, is he going to go to LA or what? No. All right. You know who will? I think he will. You know who will oh, go? To you know, no. You know what else I want to say about about Cleveland? Kyrie was playing injured again. How long before like Kyrie starts to break down some more? Is he like the next like Derrick Rose? Oh, well, he's of, like eighty like, something years old. He's got it? like he's got like bad. He's got like bad knees. No, Kyrie. Kyrie, I think will be the best slash in the game. Has bad knees. Uncle I'm, Drew. I'm saying it. Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew. Uncle, Drew. Game, Uncle the, Drew is going to actually become Uncle Drew. So I guess Joe, I guess, just in case you didn't know, the game is all about buckets. So so then that, that's what you're talking about. Then the main this question game is, always has and always will be <laughs> about buckets. Yo, shout out to Bill Russell getting that little, yeah, yeah. little spot in that commercial. That was awesome. Which He's is like, kind of weird coming from him because I, I mean. Did yeah. he just rebound? That was like yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> <rebounded. laughs> block shots. I think he averaged more blocks than points in his career. What, what was the stat that they had in the thirty for thirty? He had a thirty and forty game. Yeah, that's, yes. that's, that's not too bad. And then you heard, you heard the commentator. He goes, like literally Bill Russell every had shot. thirty points and forty rebounds. You heard it right. Forty <laughs> rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> was like, yeah, that's that was, that was dying. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it right. Forty rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the big there question There were games is, where the Celtics didn't even grab 40 rebounds as a team. <laughs> Yo, that was like every game this year. They yeah, barely uh, cracked 40 rebounds. I think that was the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Wilt, though? Wilt? Wilt? How did you 50 points for a season? Yeah. That's all right. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's more about the women with Wilt, though. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. more impressive. I don't know how, much, how many women he averaged on a daily, on oh, a he, nightly basis. Oh, he scored. Yeah. All right, let's, <laughs> let's close scored. out the LeBron conversation on this. If Le, Oh, sorry. Hold on. I want to say one thing. All right. The question about <laughs> LeBron is that... He will leave Cleveland if he does look at it, like Joel just said. And he said, this team isn't what I thought it would be. Well, they're not, they're not, they're not. They're not, we're they're not, not Kevin there. to my demands. They're, 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 no, anymore. like, they, they, he just sees Kevin Love and he's like, I don't think I can get more out of him. And he sees Kyrie Irving, he says. He reached the ceiling. Yeah, like, we've, like, I just, I just don't know. And I don't think they can add more pieces. They've already really gone all in on this yeah. actual. So Money-wise, yeah. LeBron, LeBron, the asshole that he is. We'll make all of this happen, right? The make guy, him spend the, all the, the money. Super teams, he says. Make it, make him spend all this money, and then when it's not working, <laughs> he start it. He's one of those dudes that's just like, I'm taking my ball. I'm going I'm out. home. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go play. I'll go play over here. I'll have like a fresh start out in L.A. and I'll make them do everything I want out there now. Yeah, but right? see, I hate the narrative that like, oh, he doesn't owe them anything. He he got them their title. He he fulfilled his promise. I'm like. Yeah, but it's still a douchey move. Like yeah. to just bounce on your city again. There's no other player. There's you just no said player. douchey move and LeBron the same sense. I mean, yeah, come yeah, on. There's no. There's, but there's no. You, other... you open up a dictionary right now. Oh, LeBron James douchey. Yeah, with that. the ball head. Yeah, with the ball head. <laughs> <laughs> I live for this. Shut the fuck up. There's no other player in NBA history. It's that, just basketball. That in the middle of the finals, before they before they lose, that everyone's like, yeah, I think LeBron might be leaving Cleveland soon. Right. Or, 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 or who else could they trade to make them better? In the middle of the finals. Yeah. Not like wait until right. after they lose. Yeah. Talk about excuses. this. Make, make excuses. Exactly. Like, oh, their team, make excuses. They didn't Nick put Wright. enough. Where's, they, where's Nick Wright been? They didn't put enough about him. <laughs> where the fuck has he been? <laughs> they didn't put enough about him. What happened, Nick? He's been a little too quiet what these, happened? Last, these last, this last couple days. What happened, Nick? What's going on? Oh, it wasn't him. He averaged <laughs> a triple-double. Hashtag not my goat. <laughs> <laughs> Right, what we oh, doing? man. All right, Joel. Let's, uh, let's wrap this one up. Let's get into, uh, in case you missed it, the way we end every single podcast here at Causeway Street. We take a trip around the NBA, and Joel reads off a few headlines. Joel, what we got? In case you missed it. In case you missed it. 
the Celtics might trade. <laughs> <laughs> Markel Fultz worked out with the Lakers. Okay. Right? If, you, if you've seen the pictures floating around on social media, he looks like the most unhappiest person during these workouts with the Laker gear and everything like that. He looks fucking heated. Like, no, I don't even want to be here. He's like, I, I'm a Celtic. I'm not, I'm not okay. going number two. Okay, this even not, it, you know, Magic Johnson's trying to like hype him up and like, hey, bro, bro, you're working out for the Lakers. He's like, fuck the Lakers. He's like, I was just sitting on Bill Russell's car. I want to be no, a Celtic. No, that was Red Arbag. I mean, excuse me, Red Arbag. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, oh, Red Arbag's Mercedes with the Celtics fucking speaking of plates. The, speaking of the draft, did you guys see that Foot Locker Father's Day commercial with Lonzo Ball? Oh, my Ball? God. That, was That's so, pretty funny. that shit was funny. That's How funny. do you not love Lonzo a little bit after that? Come on now. Uh, I, I think he's still an asshole. He's going to be a bust in the NBA. But <laughs> he's I mean, not an asshole. Was, his was father's funny. an asshole. Yes, yes. yes. But, but that's a great PR move, though. It's a great, it's great. PR move. It's a, yeah, he needs to separate. Him. He needs to separate. Yeah. So, he's, still, um, he's still going to be a bust, though. I think he just actually sucks well, a basketball player. It's funny, it's funny you said that because prior reports. prior reports. He's actually a terrible human being. <laughs> Prior reports reports to the faults working out with the Lakers. Yeah. Lakers weren't happy with with Ball's uh, workouts. No, he told he's, the guy they're he, saying like he's overweight. Yes, and he said yeah. to the guy, he's like, man, you guys really work out pretty hard in here, huh? <laughs> After he was like throwing up in a bucket in the corner, dude. The guys are like, uh, yeah, dude. it's the fucking NBA, it's bro. NBA, man. <laughs> Welcome. Saying that he, he's overweight, um, which is weird. Conditioning conditioning overall was 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 awful, and it doesn't look like the Lakers are really high on. Lonzo Ball. So my question to you guys, if Marco Fultz, let's say this because I know I don't want Ducha to get upset. Marco Fultz gets drafted by the Celtics. <laughs> Thanks for caring about my feelings. Who's number two if the Lakers don't get or don't or don't want to bother with the Ball family? Uh, uh, probably Tatum. Okay. I'll take Josh Jackson. Am I crazy in thinking that I think Tatum might be better than Jackson? Yeah, me too. I like Tatum better than no, Jackson. It's not crazy. I think Jackson's a little... Jackson's Limited a little. Jackson, Jackson's he's a. Little, a he's going to be a great defender, I think. I think. He, Tatum, I think he's too raw. I think he reminds me yeah. a lot of Michael Kidd, Gilchrist, that type of like. Yeah, but that's the thing though. Between the two, right? And correct me if I'm wrong here, but Jackson's supposed to be the more NBA ready than Tatum, right? Hey, I think it's on a physical level though. Yeah. Because I, uh, I look okay. at Josh Jackson, I think I think Draymond Green, honestly, that, really? that's the thing. Six eight, great body, strong. Can pass the ball well, can handle the ball well. But does he have buck think... teeth though? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does. Has he a, lift that leg. He though. kick people in the nuts. Fantastic fro. Uh, I got to is... tell you something about Draymond's looks. Hold on. There's I don't know. Oh, so my girlfriend watches The Bachelorette, right? And it's like the first. Black, yeah, you watch it too, don't. The first black Bachelorette, like whatever. And it only took what ten years for that. Yeah, and but there's mad. So there's mad like dudes like that are there that are black, and there's this one dude. There's a couple, couple black dudes. There's this, there's this one dude. <laughs> He's like somewhere attractive. There's this, there's this one dude that just looks exactly like Draymond fucking Green, bro. Oh, yeah. Jesus. And like he just he like will walk in and he'll be like, hey, guys. And I'm like, Yo, Draymond Green. What the fuck is doing on The Bachelor, man? I'm telling you, you got to watch that shit. I mean, I, I don't really watch it. Uh, no, you watch it, man. You just put it out there. The girl can sort of get it, though. She can get it. Well, I'm sure she can, but you watch The Bachelor, right? Do I? Yeah. <laughs> what just you, happened? You did just, I say, you, you did just I admitted say that it. Out loud? You just admitted to it. No, nah, man, you gotta watch this guy because he's mad cheesy too. He'll like sit there in the corner and be like, like just make a weird face, <laughs> like Dray, like Draymond Green. Draymond makes that noise, like Draymond Green on the bench, like. Grr. Grr. Yeah, man. I don't know. He's like, I didn't mean to kick him in the nuts, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. What else did we miss? I, I think that was one. What's the next one? Yeah, yeah. It's like a little mixture of one and two. Uh, in case you missed it, Kevin Durant. Okay. Wins his first MVP Got slapped the by finals. his mama Now that he's won his championship And he went to the fucking Golden State Does he now 
not become public enemy number one in the league. <laughs> Real quick, did you guys see the Rihanna tweet? <laughs> no, that was great. <laughs> no, he yeah, goes, yeah, yeah, the prostitute. He goes, yeah. What, you, what the hell, bro? <laughs> Let me say it, man. You stepping on his jokes, bro? You just told, you trying to no, step on my boy's jokes, just, man? <laughs> huh? All right, whatever. I guess you. I guess you guys saw it. Continue though. I haven't seen it. Oh, you Kevin, haven't seen it. You Kevin haven't seen Durant, it. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant winning Arnold his, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Kevin Durant winning his first championship is like a virgin sleeping with a hooker. Nah, man. Lose, yeah, losing for fucked it up. Oh, I did. <laughs> Kevin Durant winning his first championship with the Warriors is like a virgin having sex for the first time with a hooker. Yes. Gotcha. I like it. Yeah. Reason number five thousand. I, really I would rather on, marry Rihanna than Beyonce. There you go. Mm-hmm. That awesome. that witty humor, you know, I just love it, <laughs> love it. So then, what do you there's, think? There's is so he, is he no more hate for Durant after this? No, Durant's gonna be Durant's gonna be hated. He's gonna be hated. He made that move until he leaves the Warriors. He's gonna be hated. No, I don't agree with but that. You, Are you but, kidding me? LeBron, you, you LeBron got to... hate for like a year and a half after but, he went to Miami. Everyone forgot what he did. Oh, well, because they lost that. First and he year, became though. he became fucking the number one whatever like people the, the, will the, hate the most one of the most beloved athletes in all of sports people will hate even kevin with durant, the Miami Heat. people will hate kevin durant if this gets out of hand and they just win and they sweep and they win and they sweep and it gets out of hand and people will hate kevin durant but shouldn't this thing be taken agree. away a little bit because he won he performed not like lebron the first year where he got shitted on by the by the mavericks and he didn't do anything it's one of the worst championship teams in the last like 20 years by the way the mavericks the 2011 mavericks yeah I mean, I hey, I like give him credit for knocking off the heat. We talk about that team but... a ton on this fucking podcast. Man. Well, make sure well, people well, don't forget yep, sure <laughs> that he don't lost to that team. Right. <laughs> he lost to that team, and I don't think this Cavaliers team would have lost to that team. I think Durant is not as douchey as LeBron, and I think he's more humble, and he like he doesn't take for granted the moment. Yeah. Well, I think Durant. It's very hard to be more douchey than LeBron. So I, don't, I agree I don't with think, you there, but I don't still, that, I don't think it's that hard. Well, I to think be more douchey than LeBron. I don't think it's that hard. Well, the thing about Durant, though, I feel LeBron's like he a big douche. He doesn't he doesn't care as much as LeBron does when it comes to being liked. Yeah, LeBron cares a he, lot. LeBron, about being LeBron. Liked. I mean, Durant embraced that that Dylan role and was like, I don't give a shit. Right. I'm going to win this title and cash my checks. Fuck right. it. Wait, LeBron or Durant? Durant. Durant. Right. Durant doesn't care about that being first. Healed. Do you remember that first like what four months or whatever? It was in the beginning of the season when he right, first right. when he was a Heat. Yeah, he was like a five hundred like, team. He was like depressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. five hundred twenty uh, five hundred teams. Celtics blew him out in the first meeting. Great game. <laughs> and, Great fucking. <laughs> you got to start a team right now. You're taking Kevin Durant or LeBron James. And Le- LeBron took him a while to get to get used to that villain KD. role. Durant, take D right now. Yeah, right now. Yeah, I take Durant. Yeah, wow. yeah. Awesome. You would take LeBron. No, coming down awesome. popping threes. I never thought you guys would agree with me. Coming down popping threes like that, right. LeBron can't do that. Durant, well, if Paul Durant. Pierce listens to this, he's smiling right now. Durant over over LeBron. All right, Durant man. put that little. I mean, uh, Paul put that little nugget in everybody's head. Like, is Durant the best player in the world? Right but now? I love how how Paul <laughs> said it too, though, because he was like, well, he didn't say it right then and there, but he said it. I think it was on the jump, and he was like, "Look, that's gonna be." That's eventually going to happen with whether it's next year or two years from now. I'm yeah. just the first one who said it, and it's like, it's well, true. this is yeah, but no this one is, had the, no one even thought to say that. Yeah, this is the first time where people are considering it. You know what I'm saying? So that that's always interesting because when you, when you look back, when when people, especially LeBron fans, who are like, oh, he's been the best player in the league for you know X amount of years, and it's like, well, when did that happen though? People, you start thinking, yeah, when did that? When did that? When the change in the guard happen? When did that go from Kobe to to, mm-hmm. to LeBron? Yeah, it happens quick. And it happens quick. You it's, don't realize it. Like, no, I don't think no one expected LeBron in year fourteen to average a triple double in the fucking finals. Well, even in two thousand ten, <laughs> people, especially you know diehard Lakers fans, they were like, Kobe's still the best in this league. Yeah, when we knew eventually LeBron's gonna be the best player in this league, but that conversation never came up with Kevin Durant. 
You no. know, no one ever no. said that. Even he after, was always always number two. He was always number two, and that was it. Right. Even when he made the decision to go to Golden State, no one said like, "Oh, he may be the best player in the league after this point." And then Paul Pierce says, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna happen. Yeah, we, this is inevitable. We all knew that, but no one said that before." Um, you know, one one other thing too Stop that passing. I think you could see as uh, getting off to Kevin Durant versus LeBron James, since we all agree on that. But what is Clay Thompson's future in in Golden State? Is that Good is he going to be question. the piece that's going to be leaving? He's because fine. I mean, don't but I mean, he's like think about it. Like out. he's the odd man out. He's the odd man out. Like if they really wanted to, like you know, have some more cap space and some some type of flexibility. You mean because, you mean you've ever given enough for you? I mean, yeah. If they want to <laughs> actually sign, like you know, Clay, they could get. You mean Zaza's not enough for you either? I don't know. Clay Thompson could be the guy that goes, and that's just someone to keep an eye on. Well, I mean, the Celtics, they can be knocking on that door all they want, but I don't, I don't see it happening within the next, I don't know, what, two more years probably? But oh, eventually think, it's going to happen. Yeah. I, all right, I, so then so the Warriors— Durant and Curry have to sign this year. So the Warriors have how many years to stay like this? Two. What? I mean— To stay dominant like this. To, to stay dominant or to stay with this core? To stay with this core. This core, I meant to say, yeah. Well, because, yeah, yeah Clay has what, be how, many, for a while. how many years on the deal? Two left? So I don't know if you want to if you want to if you want to Draymond's got two as well. And Steph, by the way, played the way he should have played the last two right. finals. Right. So you're Which gonna I, sign. I didn't see that one you're gonna sign Steph to a max deal. You're gonna sign well, Durant no, to a max deal. Reports out there that he's gonna make at least two hundred mil the next five years. Yes, that, that's, a, that's yes. a lot of money. It's a lot, and you know what? They have to do it. So that way, Clay's gonna be gone. I think there's not enough talk about how Clay's gonna be gone. And Durant's gonna take. "Quote unquote less money, so they can resign Iguodala as well." No, he's not. <laughs> Iguodala's gonna play till he's like forty-four. Seriously, <laughs> that's the only team he can play for, anyways. Wait, where else? Where else can Iguodala play? The Celtics. Fucking come off the bench to score twenty points in the deciding game. No one saw that one coming. He had five dunks. Five dunks. He hasn't had five dunks all year. Five. <laughs> How many dunks he had? Five. Five. <laughs> five fucking dunks. Can't believe it. What the fuck? All right, what else we missed? All right, in case you missed it, um. We brought up a little bit about the uh, 30 for 30 of a, uh, the Lakers and the Celtics rivalry from the 80s. I thought it was going to be about the whole rivalry, you know, throughout the last 40 years. Yeah, they left out a chapter. What's up with not talking about 2008 and 2010? It's fucked up. It's, what's, it's, what's, it's what it's about. I like, mean, you got three parts. Let's, let's make a fourth. Let's talk about what Danny H did and, and, and bringing the big three together. Yeah, and, I mean, that's the plenty final, of storylines there. Taking down, uh, you know, Kobe Bryant, Paul How, about, Assault, how, how you know? about when Kobe said he wanted to be traded? He asked to be traded right before right. the 2008 season. Right. And then they ended up trading Marcus All for Paul Gasol. There's yeah. a lot of stuff there. A lot of stuff you could have worked right. with there. But you know what? Two that, finals in three years? I think eventually that's going to happen. It has to. It should have been three. It right? should have been three, yeah. 2009. Like yeah. Mad, mad stuff to talk about. Oh, they, yeah, definitely. Sh- even if they didn't have Lakers their own episode, the, the, they could have had at least a half hour dedicated. Yeah, yeah. the Lakers just shot all over fucking Orlando in 2009. That should have been another. That should have been part two of that rivalry. Well, yeah, that's what I was expecting. I was expecting like at least like you know the, the, the last half hour of, the, of part three just to, to talk about those two meetings. Ten second mention. And, and talk about how you know, Pierce and, and, and Kobe are done now and... You know, this new generation of, of Celtics and Lakers going to try to, you know, rebuild. You know, like I anticipated that because they said Celtics, Lakers, rivalry. I thought right, it was you be needed the something entire, in there. Right. There's a final chapter they left out. But, you know, what? We'll, we'll see what 30 for 30 does because I'm sure it's going to happen sooner or later. They're going to have to talk about what Danny Ainge did in, in the rebuild and, and Kevin Garnett coming to Boston. What if I told you? <laughs> what if I told you that Donnie Wahlberg was not the first choice? Not what if I told you that? <laughs> I could have gone, gone without him. No, no, no. 
I could have done without Ice Cube and Donnie Wahlberg. What's wrong with Ice Cube? It just was like I. I first off, Ice Cube. Ice Cube still speaks like that, by the way. I know. Yeah, Donnie was like Donnie, forcing the Donnie was like Donnie, accent, man. Donnie hasn't said like wicked in like I didn't thirty need, years. I didn't it was need, time to pop. I didn't need Ice Cube to be pop the narrator. Pop I didn't need Donnie Wah- Wahlberg to be the narrator. I thought it was stupid. It was time to potty. It was corny. It was God dumb. In style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then then Ice Cube's like, yeah. The only thing we cared about was keeping your ride clear and like, <laughs> and the beating the Lakers. And what, like, what, what cracked me up was when they were talking about like the sixties and seventies, and he's like, and you know, we were mad because uh, you know Jerry West couldn't couldn't get over that hump. It's like, dude, you you weren't watching these games. You weren't alive. You, <laughs> you were not born. You were either a toddler or not even. They should have thought just, of yet. They should have just had a regular fucking the thirty for thirty narrator just narrate the fucking shit, man. <laughs> it just was threw me off when I first listened yeah. to it. You know I was what? like, it threw me I'm off. gonna have to listen to Ice Cube and Donnie Wahlberg for four hours, bro. Donnie, Donnie killed me more than Ice Cube, though. Donnie, I mean, was, oh, Donnie Ice Cube killed it for me. It threw me off. And at Donnie first. Wahlberg, I thought it was stupid. It threw me off at first, but then you get you got used to it. I don't know. Couldn't even get Mark. Go on back to the pocket. I'm like, why? Why are you talking like that? You don't speak like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, can we get, oh, Joel mentioned that, like, can we get some Ben Affleck? I know, who's right? The, can we get, you know. Can you get some it? Casey? Who's Matt the, Damon? No, who's the guy Matt from, Damon? Who's the Casey guy from uh, Rescue Me? The, um, Dennis Leary? Oh, Dennis, Dennis Leary. Leary. I would appreciate yeah. Dennis Leary. Yeah, Dennis Leary would have been, been good. Yeah, that's true. Fucking Bill Simmons. Fucking Bill Burr. Fuck it. <laughs> Bill Burr. <laughs> have Bill Burr do it. That would have been funny. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> Bill Burr. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you guys watch it. F is for Family. Great show. You guys should watch it, man. Mm. It's on Netflix. Anime Never seen series. it. Of course you haven't. Sorry. This in case you missed it is brought to you by I'm waiting for my royalty check. Oh, man. that's right, that's right. Sorry, he's on he's on strike now. <laughs> Once <spoiler. laughs> after Nick after Nick told you he likes it, he's like, oh, that's why I'm getting paid for this now. Yeah. I'm not saying this. Uh, that Nick, check's got to be coming through. Nick, I hear you coming down to Boston. Uh, I think yes, Sean's sir. gonna pay you a visit at some point. <laughs> Meet me at the recording studio. Also, in case you missed it, man. Draft party, live broadcast. I know Sean's not pumped about it anymore, probably because I'm of the Markel Fall situation. But Hell yeah. We're going to be at the greatest bar, so you guys have to come down, uh, party with us, of course. Um, yeah, man, before and after, we have an autographed basketball from Isaiah Thomas that we're giving away, our grand prize. All you got to do is show up, sign up, and we'll be raffling it off. So, uh, yeah, come to the greatest bar. Second floor, Woo! live broadcast. Everyone you hear tonight steps will be away there. from the garden. Yeah. We got Zach Pelican gonna be there, Joel, myself included, Sean. Come on down, meet us, shoot the shit with us. We got uh Tile Town Tile Town Apparel is gonna be uh giving away some shirts there, so you don't what up, miss Alan? that. Yeah, what up Alan? It'll be good to catch up with Alan. I haven't seen Alan since what? Since the playoffs. The last playoff run. <laughs> Not even this 2016. one. Yeah. 2016 playoff. Yeah. I'm I'm so. amped, dude. I love doing the live shows. We mean some of the fans, listeners. I love I love the fact that Alan got uh Chuck to uh Grab a sack in front of him, tell him to go suck on this. I don't know if you've seen that video. I have not. Yeah, he was calling out Chuck, saying that like, "Oh, my wife has more rings." Oh, than that you was do. him. That oh, was he him. did that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Oh yeah, well, how about you suck on this?" And yeah. Alan was like, "Yeah, <laughs> I will." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Whip it out <laughs> right now, right here." Oh, let me get around. I'm gonna be right over at the garden. Yeah. <laughs> About the potty, God uh, style. God in style. Yeah. <laughs> right on the parquet. Right on the parquet. Is that right, Donnie? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. God in style. <laughs> oh, by the so way, yeah, check, pro- check us out, man. Come down to the to the greatest bar and I'm pumped, to the greatest bar and you know, greatest bar, dude. It's get right some in the beers, parquet, yeah. Grab some beers, kid. Get some buckets. Get some Miller Lights. Bucket some, of beers. Some 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 blue ribbon, kid. We good. Yeah, go. We're, I'm pumped, man. Me too. 
Isaiah Thomas signed this ball. It was him. I synced it. I did it. So we got plenty of prizes to give away. Pistons, Isaiah I signed Thomas, the ball, or? guys. I signed the ball. <laughs> Just kidding. It's authenticated and everything. Okay. <laughs> so, so since Sean doesn't want to do the jingle, I still have to. CLNS. Oh, there you go. Make sure you download. You the best. Make sure you download like their another, mobile app. It sounds like another version. It sounds like when you know when you go to YouTube, you want to hear a new song, and they like make a new version of it for no, copyright reasons. It sounds like the new like Water Country song. You ever yeah. heard the new one? Oh, there's a new. It's one? a new one. It's like it's like a quick and weird. It's That's weird. fucked up. Yeah. Well, the Cards for Kids is the newer version of that as well. Yeah. You don't fuck with a, a good radio jingle. No. You just don't. No. It's like it's like more quick. It's like Water Country, Water Country. No, it's not cool. It's like a little rock version. No. Don't do that. Don't do that. You stick with your C L N S. It's like dubstep version of a water country jingle. It's like it's like it's like Duchess. It's like Duchess conspiracy like drop now. The the Oh my! I didn't come with a conspiracy. Yo, that fucking beat was in my head for like an hour after hearing that podcast, man. Oh man. So yeah, make sure you download the C L N S Radio mobile app. And on your Android out. and uh, iPhone. And that's it for... In case you missed it. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there that listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. Hell yeah. Happy Father's Day. Of course, thank you for listening. And um, come down to the greatest. Come on. Right after work. Just come on down. Say what up to us. We'll be shit there. Shit the shit. And you can talk about the fucking... Uh, Donnie and his uh, and his uh, whack accent. We can we can talk about anything. Yeah. First rounds on no us. Death. First rounds on us. And you know what? If you if oh, you word. come, so you're buying. Yeah. If you come up to me and say you said first rounds on us, which would obviously mean that you listened to this entire episode that you got to this point, I will buy you a beer. All right. The, the what first, if you have like a thousand people that come? That's up what here? I'm saying. The first <laughs> the first group of twenty people come directly to Sway. Sway's gonna have drink tickets. He's just gonna be <laughs> giving out. He's gonna, no, he's gonna. He's I gonna hope he paid off that Amex last week. I'm gonna have like, I'm gonna <laughs> have like little little Dixie cups. So I'm gonna be pouring yeah. <laughs> beer. In. Like here you go, guys. Split yeah. that one beer. Enjoy your warm course light. Else. <laughs> Zach, hey, wants to, Zach wants we'll, to. Get we'll, leave it, we'll even get you on here if you want. If you make good points and we're having a good conversation, we'll get you on the mic. Why not? Word. Mm. Zach, once again, uh, where can they yeah. find you on the interwebs? At OTW Sports Radio. Great conversation last night, actually on Twitter. Mm. Believe it or not, after the uh, the whole entire. Possible trading of the first. I love, pick I love the retweets of, every, of everyone saying, Sean Duke is going to freak the fuck out. I think I held my cool. Yeah, on Twitter you did. Not on this podcast. Not on this podcast? <laughs> no, he wasn't as bad. Yeah, I thought you going to be screaming. I, it hasn't uh, actually we, happened yet. Yeah, so when they make the trade on draft why. night, yeah. that's when we're going to uh, see. Then I'll lose it. Yeah, yeah. Still, you're still you want to be there, be there live for that. Yeah. You're still calling bullshit, You guys want to be there live for that. I'm still calling bullshit to this point, and I think it's stupid. So we'll see. <laughs> By the time this podcast goes up, it's probably going to be official. Though, so. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, we'll here see. Come, wait, wait, you ask me? No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I just think of that. Uh, and then it, just, it just pops up. What if I told you <laughs> <laughs> that the Celtics have traded away the number one pick? Uh, so, yeah. Meet us down at the greatest bar. Draft day. Thursday. Oh, I can't wait. What day is that? The 22nd? 22nd. 22nd. Thursday, Thursday. What time? 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. That's right. We didn't tell the time. Six Boom shakalaka. Just, just come here. Just, just go there, okay? <laughs> just go like 9 a.m. Just get 6 o'clock. No, no, yeah, yeah. 6 o'clock. We'll Knock be, on their door. We'll be there from 6 to 8 or, or whenever we feel like leaving, pretty much. Pretty much. The, the event will be from 6 to 8. Get yourself signed up. You can win that Isaiah Thomas ball. We'll give it away before the start of the draft. So And, and um, we'll be breaking down, down the first hour of the draft. So hopefully, you know, the Celtics don't make any draft day trades. Mm, at, least, at, least, at least bad ones. You're right. telling me, brah. Yeah, so come on down to the greatest bar, guys. Don't uh, don't forget, you know. I, I mean, if you're gonna go out anyways, why not go to the greatest bar? I mean, right by the garden. It is the right greatest by bar. the action. 
plenty of stuff to do. Giveaways, T-shirts. You got uh, a chance to win a, a signed ball by Isaiah Thomas. Think about it. I mean, if Isaiah Thomas becomes one day a Hall of Famer, you can have that ball and be Yo, that Nick, much more valuable. Nick coming down? Nick will be in the building. Nice. Nick will come down. Be El Capitan, CEO. Nick and I will be... It's going to uh, be awkward. Nick and I will be in and out of the garden. He want to pay you. <laughs> no, he just goes... Really thought you were still gonna be black. <laughs> <laughs> still had that small hope that you were black uh, or some blacking. Gonna be awkward. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. That's mad funny. I can't believe like, you had never told me that before. Because either. I wanted to get that raw reaction. Uh, I was. I almost did one time. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get Nick on the podcast. We're gonna, <laughs> gonna get the so raw that's reaction. Been the whole time. Uh, the way he said to you, he said like it was like a secret. I looked around. He was just like, Yo, I thought Sean was black. <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> what? He's like, I, mean, I couldn't stop laughing. He goes, oh, like, come on, man. Don't make fun of me. I'm like, no, it's just funny. I'm like, he's, he's not. He's like, come here. I'm like, why are you whispering? Shh, shh, shh. Sean, dude, you're black. <laughs> I think you put up that picture from uh, from our, from our, from our from last live broadcast. Our yeah. live broadcast, yeah. Yeah, and um, he was Spoiled like, is that, that, that Sean? And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, I thought he was black. I was like, he's black. <laughs> he can't be on the show. Get him out of here. <laughs> nope. Get him the fuck out of here. So yeah, come on down, see Sean, and see how he's not black. See how white I am. Follow us on all social media accounts, Twitter. You don't, you don't want to miss it. Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook at Causeway Street. And uh, hit up CausewayStreetBlog.com for all your draft insight. Shall yeah, we say? We'll we try to do a mock draft. We'll get a mock draft up there, and we'll also get some other uh, some pieces up. If you're still, still having peep Zach's, uh, I'm working on working on a few things. His piece on um, on the the cap like cap structure of the Celtics yeah. in the next year or two that the Celtics can build the next NBA super team. Hell yeah! CosmoStreetBlog.com, right. and that's it, guys. So, all right, see you guys on Thursday. Thursday, guys. <laughs> see you guys then. Later. Bye. I let them know some, you can listen up, I listen up, I listen up.